Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We're in Kailua, Hawaii today with my friend David Perret of From Military to Millionaire. David is an active duty Marine who is stationed in Kailua, but it's just outside of Honolulu. Of all the places in the world that he could have been stationed, Kailua is about as close to paradise as it comes. The show notes will be available at wetravelthere.com forward slash Kailua. Let's start the show. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Now, I avoid renting cars as much as possible when I travel, but sometimes you just need a car for a few hours. That's where Zipcar comes in. You can rent their cars by the hour or by the day, and both gas and insurance are included in one flat rate. Use our link to join at wetravelthere.com forward slash Zipcar start out with $25 worth of credits in your bank. Hey, David, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, thanks, Lee. Good to be here. Today, we're talking about a town in Hawaii called Kailua. Can you tell us a little bit about the town and uh, what brought you there? Yeah, so I'm in the Marine Corps, and I requested Hawaii thinking there's no way I would get it, but why not? And I got orders out here. Uh, so I've been here for just about three years. The town of Kailua is uh, fairly new as far as Hawaii goes. Uh, it's been up and coming as they've slowly built tunnels through the uh, island. And so it's more modern town than what you find on most of the windward side, which is the eastern side of Oahu. And it's uh, been growing actually a lot since we got here. So it's a really, really cool place to hang out and enjoy life. Definitely the best duty station I've ever had. And I don't want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. My brother-in-law is in the Marines. And is it kind of true that about every three years or so they move you? Yep. I am headed to uh, a, not a terrible location. I'm headed to Camp Pendleton, San Diego in a couple months. But uh, unfortunately, I have to leave here. I, I would have extended, but it didn't work out. Oh, that's too bad. But okay. So you've been there for almost three years now. And so you've got to know some of the people and and the island itself. How would you describe the, the city in like one or two words? Relaxed. Relaxed would be the word I would go for, but like hip, I guess. I guess you could say hip and relaxed. I don't know. Those two probably don't necessarily go together. Like what makes you think that? Okay. So I would argue that it might go together here because this is one of those few places in the world where you can basically do all your shopping in a bikini or a swimsuit, which I would say is like the super relaxed, but yet it's, okay. it's also hip in the regard that it's, you know, it's up and coming with all the new uh, bike share that you can ride around town for, you know, chump change or a lot of very local type businesses that are, I don't want to say hippie, but it's very what you would imagine when you think of surfers and and just relaxing and it's got a modern edge, but it's just very, uh, you know, you can walk through Target in your swimsuit. So I don't know. It's I guess that's really the way to describe (laughs) it. (laughs) All right. No, that makes a lot of sense. So for people that aren't familiar exactly with Kailua, which island is it on and what are some of the, the big cities around? Okay. Yeah. So it's on Oahu and Really, there aren't any – the only big city on the island is Honolulu. But it's about 30 minutes on the western side of the island, so you got to drive through a tunnel. Okay. At the eastern side of the island is fairly secluded. There's three highways that go west through tunnels, and aside from those three highways, you got to drive all the way around the island to get to the other side. And they're not very big highways, so it's kind of nice. Not a lot of people come over here because there's not a lot of – it's quiet, I guess you could say, as far as uh, overpopulated island go. 
you know, obviously Hawaii is like one of the favorite destinations for people in the, in the U.S. You know, everybody I talk to, one of the first things you ask them, what's the dream vacation for them is Hawaii. What's the weather like in, in Kailua? Is there certain times of the year that are better to, to visit than others? No, uh, 70 to 85 with a chance of rain year round. Uh, I say rain, but it's like a, a sprinkle, almost like a misting that happens probably every other day for like an hour in the afternoon. It's really not much of a rain. I don't think I've seen below 60 degrees in the three years I've lived here. And I don't think I've seen over 90, but maybe once. So it's basically 70, 75 to 85 year round. I would say the only thing that really changes is it rains a little bit more in the winter. But the biggest thing is that the waves in the winter are huge. So there's this one beach on the North Shore where it's like glass during the summer. It's like the most mellow place to swim and hang out. And then in the winter, they get 30, 40 foot waves. So that's probably the biggest thing is if you want to, if you're a surfer, you want to come in the winter. If you're not a surfer, then it really doesn't matter. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Uh, Yeah. I think a lot of people want to learn how to surf, but the thought of getting in front of like a 10 to 15, even 20 foot wave is is pretty terrifying, honestly. Yeah. Well, if you go to the Waikiki side or even in the Kailua side, the waves don't really get much bigger during the winter. So you're fine. You're fine. They're all good beginner waves. If you're just looking for that ridiculous wave in the winter, but otherwise the Southern end of the Island is always fairly safe for learners. All right. So the, the weather is awesome all year long and everybody that's listening right now is totally envious. <laughs> you got the winter waves, which are fantastic. And it's probably just something you really have to see in person for yourself. Yes. Beyond that, are there, are there any certain festivals or concerts or anything like that that happen throughout the year that people really shouldn't miss? There's not like a big festival that happens every year. There's a lot of things that happen all year round. So there's a, a monstrous flea market that goes on on the Honolulu side, probably about 20 minutes from Kailua. And it's the uh, Aloha Stadium, the football stadium for Hawaii's football team is literally the entire parking lot is like a flea market. It's one of the biggest in the world, I think. And you could spend a whole day there getting trinkets for dirt cheap. But that's that's year round. And that's definitely worth going to. Don't miss that. There are farmers markets in Kailua that are phenomenal. There's one every Sunday morning and one every Thursday night that are just very unique because it's a lot of you know, your typical whole farmer's market has, you know, bananas and grapes and apples and stuff. But out here, it's like papayas and mangoes and coconuts. And it's pretty cool to go to a farmer's market here and see people like cutting coconuts open with machetes in front of you. And it's very different feel. But I, I would say those are probably, I mean, they have concerts, but it's it's not anything like once a year, go to this concert. It's more of a Hey, Bruno Mars is coming and they like sell the entire place out. They actually ended up when when he came out here, they had to do a second concert on a second day because there was like the entire island wanted to go see him. So it's it gets a little <laughs> crazy when bands do come out here and play in the stadium. Sure, sure. So with uh, with the awesome weather, I imagine that everybody wants to go outside and obviously surf, hang out at the beach. But I think also like hiking is a really big thing there, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So I do, I would say that probably one of my favorite things about the island is that you basically can see every climate. In fact, the, one of the other islands has every climate. It's like the one of only two places in the world that has like every climate known to man on it. But our island, you can be hiking one minute and be on like the beach and then the next minute you're in a rainforest and then you come out on top of this mountain and you're on like a mountain range overlooking the ocean. And and then if you hike on the other end of the island, you could be hiking in like a 
dry coffee bean fields. So it's very cool because any kind of hike you want to do. So they've got hikes to different waterfalls all over the island, some of which you can jump and swim in and some of which are just great for looking at. But then they have a lot of mountain hikes where you're, you know, up on a ridgeline overlooking the town, which is just beautiful. Uh, and two of my favorite hikes are actually in Kailua itself. One is the Lanikai pillboxes, which is a an absolute must. It's a super short, like four minutes up and back, but it goes up this just short little ridge and it's two World War II pillboxes that overlook the side of the island, overlook the beach. And there's two little islands out there in the water and the sunrise is right there. So it's like probably the number one sunrise destination on the island. And it's five minutes from my house, 10 minutes from my house. And it's absolutely beautiful. I've hiked that probably 40 times since I've been here. And then the other one is it's called Mana Willy and it's a waterfall. It's awesome. It's like a, well, depending on how much it rained, because if it's muddy, it can get a little crazy. But if it's not rained a ton over the last few days, it's like a 30 minute hike. Not difficult at all. Just flat along a little riverbed. And then it's a, it's a waterfall that you can jump, I think up to like 40 feet. There's like three different places you can jump off the waterfall into the water and it's always crowded. And it's funny because you won't see anyone on the trail. And then you get there and there's like 40 people swimming in this water hole. <laughs> yeah. Look out below. Yeah. Right, right as you jump in. Yeah, my first week here, my buddy lost his GoPro jumping in. So if you're going to jump with a GoPro, at least hold on to it. <laughs> when people are coming to Kailua, uh, obviously they're going to fly into Honolulu. What's the best way to get from the airport to the city? Should they rent a car, take an Uber, is there public transportation? What's the best way to get around? There is public transportation. They have a pretty solid bus line, but I would probably just say Uber because most of the buses go around the southern side of the island, which is very scenic, but probably takes three times as long as an Uber would okay. to get over here. Yeah, And the Uber is probably going to cost you 20 bucks to get over here. Once you're here, you don't really need an Uber. Everything's within walking distance. But yeah, if, but if they want to explore more of the island, then like maybe you rent a car just for like the day or something. Yeah, you can drive all the way around the island. Well, there's one like four mile stretch of the island where there's no road. So in order to see that, you have to like cut through the middle and then cut up this anyway. But you can basically circumnavigate the island in three hours if you didn't stop two hours. But you're going to stop all the time because every time you drive around the island, it's like, ooh, that beach is awesome. Oh, that beach is awesome. Ooh, look at this surf hut. Oh, hey, look at that. <laughs> and you'll end, you'll end up making a day trip out of it. But I saw, I would say, 80% of the island of the first day that we were here. So definitely doable. You could do the whole thing in a day or two and then relax the rest of the time. I would say like if you're going to Hawaii, like you don't want to be stuck in a car. Uh, you want to be chilling at the beach. You want to be hiking those trails and just uh, enjoying yourself instead of stressing out trying to drive. Because as the dad of the family, I'm the one that always has to drive. And everybody else gets to like look out the windows and enjoy everything. And I have to be focused on the road. So any excuse to not have a car, I'm, I'm going to take it. Yeah, absolutely. And by the time you get up to the North Shore, depending on what time of your day you're going, you're probably going to be locked in. It's like a one-lane highway. And that's where all the surfing is. So it ends up being, what do they call it? Neck breaker syndrome, rubbernecking. Oh, where, yeah. you know, even if there's no need for traffic, there's going to be traffic because everybody's stopping to look at the beach. And so you will get <laughs> stuck. A 30 minute drive, if you pick the wrong time of morning, will be an hour and a half. So definitely agree with you on not having a car the whole time. As we're talking about exploring the island and looking around and finding things, I think a really popular movie was filmed there, right? Oh, man. Every movie was filmed here. It's actually really <laughs> funny. So Kualoa Ranch, which is what you're getting at, it's awesome. And it's definitely a must go see is it's on our side of the island about uh, probably 30 minutes up the coast. 
it's basically a big valley. Well, it's actually it's like the biggest reserve of land on the islands, but it's a big valley with hills on each side that goes way back. And all of the Jurassic Parks were filmed in there. I mean, what wasn't? Happy Gilmore, Kong, the new King Kong movie, Jumanji was filmed in there. And they have something like 50 movies and a ton of TV shows. It's really funny because even just yesterday we were watching a movie, a new Netflix movie, Triple Frontier or something like that. The opening scene or one of the scenes they were talking about driving into Brazil, you know, driving along this highway into a tunnel and it says and it shows up with the, you know, such and such Brazil as the location on the bottom of the screen. I'm like, oh, that's my highway. Huh. I guess we live in Brazil. And it's, so it's weird because it's you'll watch movies and TV shows. You're like, I know where that is. Oh, hey, that's it. And so there's an insane amount of movies filmed out here. And Kulo Ranch actually does a very cool movie tour. They do a couple. They do one on ATVs. They do one on the bus. They do one hiking. And then they do one on horseback. And you can go through and see all the sets because they'll leave them up. So like the not the newest Jurassic Park, but the previous one where they the first Jurassic World where they had the crazy makeshift dinosaur they created in this big concrete paddock the concrete holding cell for that animal is still there so you can drive through and see that and see all the jeeps and so it's it's really cool to drive through and see all that yeah that's a lot of fun so one of the things i think is really cool about kailua is that they recognize and thank the service of military people uh, such as yourself the extra discounts and and everything else right yeah, so they're very military friendly. And then they do this, it's called a Kama'aina discount, which is basically like local discount. But if you're military and you know that phrase and say Kama'aina, you'll get the local discount basically everywhere. And it's huge. So if you say it, you don't have a military ID and they're, they're going to ask you to see your driver's license. And when it says Rhode Island and you're not in the military, they're going to be like, oh, uh, no, sorry. But you know, <laughs> if you have a if you have a military ID, they're they're like, oh, okay, cool. He's probably here on business or stationed here or whatever. They don't really care. I mean, in some places, it's like 60% off. Wow. So what they do is everything's tourist prices, right? Yeah. And so we, there's this local uh, little zip line that we take the kids to. It's like a putt-putt in the zip line place. And the zip line is like 40 bucks a person. With that discount, it's like 15 So it's uh, sometimes it's a huge discount. Other times, it's 10 20%. But they're very friendly with that basically everywhere on the island. Yeah, I think more people should do that. I mean, it obviously... Being in the military, you're sacrificing a lot. Before we started recording, you were talking about being away from the island and away from your family for a period of time. A small discount means almost nothing in the grand scheme of things to the business. It means the world to, to people like yourself that have sacrificed so much. Yeah, it's definitely cool. And, and the military is a huge part of the economy here, too, because, I mean, we've got – We've got my military, which is probably six, seven, eight thousand people. But then we have Pearl Harbor. There's an Air Force base. There's an Army base, and they're all much bigger. So there's a, a large footprint on the island is military. So I think it's cool that they're, you know, nice enough to do that. Nice, and I, I'm sure a lot of discounts also uh, come on the food side. And we only have a couple minutes left, and I don't want to miss out on the on the food of Kailua. So what are some of like the the great things to eat there? Man, there's so many wonderful places to eat. I'm a huge fan of Halieva Joe's, which is kind of a little higher end. So Halieva Joe's, they have one in my town and one on the North Shore. Like the one here, there's a wedding venue down below. And so you overlook like this nice little pond, the gazebo. But it's open air, so everything's open. And it's really just super Hawaiian feeling, no air conditioning, you know, just fans and really mellow. They have amazing food. And they have this prime rib that's like, 
two inches thick. And I mean, it's probably like a two, I've never finished it in one setting. Uh, (laughs) And it's probably the best prime rib I've ever had. And it's good enough that you like, there'll be a two or three hour line if you get there late to get into the restaurant because they run out of prime rib every night at a certain point in time, they only make so much. And so it's like, okay, I got to get there early enough to get the prime rib. I've actually never eaten anything else there because I've always made it in time for the prime rib. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, well, since I made it, I, I might as well eat this. All right. And it's amazing. Nice. So if somebody's coming in into Kailua and they want to make sure they don't miss on the prime rib, how early should they get there? It opens at 530, I believe. So I would just say if you're there by five or six early dinner. Okay. So yeah. So you want to be one of the first people through the door just to make sure that you're going to get that tasty prime rib. Yeah. But everything else I've heard is really good. And their garlic bread is the best garlic bread I've ever had. So. Hey, I, I, I'm, my mouth is watering right now thinking of all that. <laughs> I haven't had lunch yet. So I'm, uh, I'm ready to rock and roll with some of that prime rib. Okay. So what are some of the other cool things uh, in Kailua as far as um, getting your taste buds going? Okay, so Kono's is a local, it's a barbecue joint, but it's Hawaiian style. And I definitely recommend checking out the Kalua pork. So Kalua pork is, it's often not cooked this way anymore, but when they used to cook egg by putting it in the ground with a bunch of coals and then throwing all the leaves on top of it, and like, like they do for a luau style. And that's the style of pork called Kalua pork. And it's very, very moist and watery and just very savory. Uh, so Kono's is a local Hawaiian barbecue place that does that very well. And I absolutely recommend that. It's in Kailua. And then another one, if you're looking more the breakfast side, is this place called Cinnamons. And if you're going to try breakfast here, you got to get the Locomoco. So Locomoco is like a bed of white rice with, depending on how you get it, I like the burger patty or steak on top and then an egg cracked on top and brown gravy. And it's kind of a weird sounding concoction, but it is amazing. It took me a year and a half to try it because I'd look at it and say, (laughs) that looks gross. And then finally someone told me to try it and I tried it. Now I won't get anything else for breakfast out in town. Nice. Yeah. When I interviewed Doug Nordman about Honolulu, uh, he he mentioned the Locomoco and it's just, like you said, it sounds a little odd when you think of it and you're picturing it in your mind. But if you just block that out and, and just take your word for it and take a bite. I'm sure it's wonderful. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. And then uh, you also mentioned uh, a really cool burger place, Teddy's Bigger Burger. Oh yeah. So Teddy's Bigger Burger, it's uh, it's got probably 20 different burgers listed on the menu, but then it has a whole bunch of other specials and stuff, but it's probably one of the best burgers I've ever had, let alone just on the island. But it's got a lot of like Terry burgers and Hawaiian burgers and burgers with pineapple and burgers with guacamole and just very island-centric burger choices in there. They're absolutely amazing. And then they have, you know, all the normal fixings plus some oddball tater tots with random ranch seasoning on it, which is awesome and great milkshake selection. It's everything you could want in a burger joint. When Brandon Turner comes out and visits, we always end up there. I think he agrees that it's one of, one of, if not the best burger he's ever had. So everyone that I take there loves it. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to have to go check that out for sure. I'm not sure if I'm going to make it there before you leave, but uh, I'll eat a burger in your memory. <laughs> don't Just don't send me a picture. I'll be jealous. <laughs> for sure. David, I really appreciate you being on the show and sharing all your tips and tricks for Kailua. I know that I'm like ready to go and, and go sample some of that, that prime rib and mo- loco moco and just kind of dive into the whole culture there. But now it's time for the final countdown. So if somebody only had time for one meal in Kailua, where should they go and what should they eat? the Locomoco from Cinnamons because you're not going to get to try it anywhere else. And then you finish that up with right down the street, the Island Snow for dessert. So it's the shave ice out here and it's awesome. Oh, nice. So you've lived there about three years. Obviously you've had some like really cool memories. What's like one of your most favorite memories of living in Kailua? 
You know, I kind of alluded to it earlier when I was talking about not don't go during the rain for Monowilly Falls. So that little like 30 minute hike took us almost two hours and I lost a shoe. My wife lost a shoe. It, it's like quicksand of mud. But that was probably one of my favorites was when we first got out here and we were just I mean, we get to this waterfall just covered in mud, missing shoes, loving the life. So uh, jumping in the waterfall was super welcome, you know, to clean off and it was totally worth it. And I've, I've gone back to that fall many times. So I I would say that uh, there's a ton of memories, but that one's just the funniest. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> Since we moved here to Nashville, you know, we like to take walks with the kids and stuff like that. We're not used to all the rain. Yeah. At least five times we've got caught in like torrential downpours and the kids are like freaking out, but we're just laughing because like, what are you going to do? Right. Exactly. And we're like running down the street, trying to get back to the house and, and not be like totally soaked. So <laughs> that's funny. But uh, so, okay. So in Kailua, where's the happiest happy hour? Okay, I gotta give you two because it's gonna depend on your mood. So Grayson Growlers, which is this place where they basically give you a glass and you pay by the ounce and you can try all the beers one ounce at a time or eight ounces at a time, whatever. But it's super cool because the way they do things in here, they don't serve food. So it's bring your own food, bring your own board game and people just hang out there family friendly and, and play board games and play Monopoly and just hang out all night. And then if you're looking for more of the wild, rowdy, Happy Hour Maui Brew Company just opened. It's right underneath a uh, UFC gym, so it gets a little wild, but it's a good time. That's nice. Uh, if you're going to be at one of those places, what's one of your favorite drinks? I just like the sour beers, but if you're going to stay out here, you got to try something Hawaiian. So just look for something with another uh, pineapple in it. You'll be good. There you go. Now, speaking of Hawaiian, I think it, a lot of people say it's like blasphemy if you put pineapple on pizza. But uh, I'm more traditionalist. Uh, I get the pepperoni. What's uh, Where's the best place for pepperoni pizza in Kailua? Bob's Pizzeria. It is in Kailua, right next door to that shave ice place I mentioned, and about a you know 30 second walk from the beach. So you can be eating, hanging out at the beach all day and walk to Bob's Pizzeria. And it's a super cool place. They do make pizza for you, but they also have like a whole shelf full of delicious pizzas that have been made. And what they do is as soon as you order the pizza, they just throw it in the oven for five minutes and hand it to you by the slice. And it is awesome. Oh, nice. So it's like more like the thin crust or is it like a more deeper dish? Yeah, it's more of a thin crust. Uh, it's very good. That's actually the pizza I order for all of my meetups when I host them once a month. I always bring pizza from there because it's like right next to the beach, which is which is in true Hawaiian fashion. All of my events are hosted on the beach. So hey, that sounds great. Even if they don't want to hear you talk. Definitely, they're going to go hang out and, and uh, take in the views. Absolutely. <laughs> well, cool. Well, well, David, can you tell the audience a little bit about who you are, what you do, and then how they can reach you? Yeah. So, David Perret, I run a website called From Military to Millionaire. I am uh, I'm active duty Marine. I have been for over 10 years, but I'm a real estate investor on the side. So, my entire blog, YouTube channel, all that is basically about it's geared towards teaching service members how to invest in real estate and make better financial decisions that I did as a young Marine but it is applicable to anyone, right? So if you can invest mm -hmm. on a military salary, you can basically invest on any salary. So uh, <laughs> that's the the goal is to just help with uh, teaching. I call it military finance, but it's really just finance and real estate investing to young service members. Nice. Well, that's uh, that's very admirable. Like, like you said, like you've learned a lot of great lessons over the years. Unfortunately, a lot of people, they don't have that base of knowledge and uh, it, you're doing a great service by being able to help people out and let them focus on what they need to focus on. You know, help them out and uh, get their focus back on money a little bit and uh, that way they can focus on everything else going on in their life. 
So cool. If people want to reach out to you, you said their website's From Military to Millionaire. That's it. And then if they want to reach you on social media, what's the best channel there? Instagram's my uh, my biggest following right now. And it's the same thing at From Military to Millionaire. I'll pop right up at the top there. We'll have links to all this in the show notes. So if you're out and about, just come to the show notes and uh, you'll get all the links to David's social media, his website, his YouTube channel, all that good stuff. So David, thank you again for coming in and talking about Kailua. And we'll see you when we travel there. Sounds good, brother. Thanks for having me. Hawaii is on the bucket list for so many travelers. It offers lush scenery, amazing beaches, and some of the best sunsets you'll ever see. On Kailua's side of the island, wake up early so you can hike to the Lanakei pillboxes and catch the sunrise. And since you're already up, explore the rest of the island to find gorgeous waterfalls while working up an appetite. You're going to need to burn some calories if you plan on eating local favorites like Lokomoko, Kailua pork, and Hawaiian shaved ice. Send me a tweet at WeTravelThere to share the best thing that you learned about Kailua, Hawaii. You can also comment on the show notes at WeTravelThere.com forward slash Kailua or log into the We Travel There podcast community on Facebook and that way you can ask us questions about any of your upcoming destinations. Join us in the next episode when Corinne Vale from Reflections and Route takes us to Kamakura, Japan to explore the temples, eat sushi from a conveyor belt, and drink tea in the bamboo forest. We hope you join us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please share it with your friends and tell them what you like most. Make sure you subscribe, that way you don't miss any of our upcoming destinations. We'll be right back.